0: Thank you. Welcome back to Mental Wealth Entrepreneurs Podcast, a podcast for resilient entrepreneurs. I'm Katrina Thomas and today I chat with Ria Rustagi, a founder of New Phony. Rhea dedicated Newphony to her sister who tragically lost her life to brain infection in 2016. During her sister's illness, Rhea couldn't understand what was going on in her sister's brain, so Rhea conceptualized Newphony for her. Newphony believes in unlimited potential of human uh, mind and strives towards unlocking it to bring out the best in them. So today's Rhea's vision is to simplify the human brain for people and provide them with tools to track and improve their mental health. So let's listen to Ria's story now. So hi Ria.
1: Hi Caterina.
0: Oh g- glad to, to have you on the podcast and to have uh, a chat with you. Um, Ria, uh, could you please tell us a little bit about your background? How did you become an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm 26 years old. I come from India I traveled from India to Singapore to complete my master's in electronics. I'm an engineer. And then I came to Germany to pursue my job and career. Uh, While working for uh, the other company I am, I'm still working at, I discovered that uh, there is a need for a device which kind of helps us understand brain. So in 2016, my sister had a brain disease Mm -hmm. and when she uh, was going through that, she went into paralysis and uh, I realized that it's very difficult for a common person to really know what's happening in the brain. We are very familiar with the other parts of our body, with our health, with our heart, with our cholesterol, but with brain, we are, it's like a black box. We really don't know much. Since 2016, I started uh, learning about brain. And working on it, like understanding it from a very common person's perspective. And in 2018, along with my fiance, we decided that we want to understand it more. And we want to create a device which helps people kind of understand what is going on in the brain. And since 2018, winter, I became an entrepreneur. So that's my that's how I became an entrepreneur basically.
0: Yeah. So you've been doing this for two years, and uh, you've you've created a device called uh, Neufony, yes. right, that um, can help people to um, uh, to help them w- managing better their mental health. Is that correct? Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so yeah. what it does is it tracks your brain activity. So it's like a smartwatch. Like a yeah. smartwatch, we, uh, we figure out our heart pulse. But with this device, you see your brain. Your brain is the uh, central nervous system, it's the head. It controls everything in your body your mental health, stress, anxiety, everything even sleep comes from your brain and nowadays for mental health we have a very reactive approach when we have depression we then start working on it and it's too late for them you know then it's like oh i have it forever i cannot get rid of it but there are your brain feels the depression state way before you actually start feeling and seeing the symptoms so we want to go back and make it a proactive approach towards mental health
0: right okay well it's 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 a fascinating you know, I, I I tell you uh, i' I've, n- I've never seen anything like it, but then mm-hmm. i I understand how it could work, so could yes. you just tell us a little bit about the science behind this device? Yes definitely how does it work
1: so uh for there is a concept called neuroplasticity it That word in itself means that your brain has the ability to change irrespective of your age. Like Generally, people think that this is me and I cannot change as a person. I am having this problem. I cannot change any behavioral aspect about me. But that is wrong. Uh, This research was conducted like decades ago. And it says that you have the ability to change your brain. That's the first part. Then the second part is neurofeedback. We have to listen to our brain there are brain waves based on the frequencies and we can listen to that brain wave and which lobe they are coming from so our brain has four lobes basically four sections each section and basically even the right and the left part are responsible for some things you know like based on where that activity or wave is increased you can determine aspects about yourself like your prefrontal cortex, which is your forehead basically, is responsible for your conscious mind. Increased activity in that region means basically, I have a lot on my mind right now. Like I have a big to do list. It's possible yeah. that uh, at that time, uh, the activity is high. Like for a person like me, I have very high beta all the time in my forehead. Like I'm very anxious. And I'm thinking of like, oh, my God, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to run. And, you know, it kind of decreases my efficiency as well, because I'm always thinking of five things at a time. My mind is not 100 percent on one topic. So it reduces my efficiency. And similarly, every person has some reason or some distractions in their life. And this is how you can determine what is basically causing that and how you can change that. So this was like the verification and the validation part. And there comes how we help you become a better person. So uh, coming from India, we have a very uh, deep, uh, we are very deep in touch with meditation and yoga. And we truly believe that this is not something psychological. It is actually science. Meditation is basically a scientific technique to help different regions of your brain activate. So we use music techniques and meditation techniques. We recommend them to you based on your brain state. So example for me, uh, there is a particular range of music which I should listen to for different applications. Like for sleep, I have one music. For a focus work, I have another music. So we recommend you that music. You can listen to the music and over a period of four to six weeks, you start seeing changes in the mobile application. You see that, oh, my God, like today I am able to focus for, let's say, 30 seconds at a stretch in a minute, but maybe after four weeks, it increases to 45 seconds and then eventually 60 seconds. And that's how I challenge my brain to become a better version of it
0: wow it's it's fascinating, but uh, <laughs> do you have to do you have to meditate to be able to have the full benefit um, from using this device from wearing this device? Do you have to meditate do you have to know how to meditate?
1: No, no, so it's uh generally a lot of people are in the Western world confused about meditation you know it's yes. like I have to kind of i have to feel very cultural and religious to meditate. Or I have to like, you know, uh, go to a very calm, silent place to do that. So what is meditation? Uh, Meditation is the ability to focus on anything. It can be your breath. It can be music. It can be for me, cooking is very therapeutic. Because I am able to kind of get rid of every distraction in the outer world and just think how I can make my recipe perfect. So that is also a kind of meditation. That's why people say when you are walking, that is also a kind of meditation because then you're thinking about your steps. You're thinking about the environment around you. You don't have to be cultural or religious. You don't really have to meditate, meditate, like how we perceive it. But meditation as a technique, you know, like just sit somewhere and just sit, relax and listen to the music, listen to whatever is playing in the uh, device for you. And it will recommend you music which works for you and all you have to do is just listen to it and then whatever is happening just follow it
0: so absolutely fascinating but thank you for explaining uh what meditation is because again uh like for me when when someone suggests that oh, you have to meditate this is exactly what i have in mind i have this picture of me going away finding a a quiet place and it's never a quiet place in my household yes <laughs> and then trying to kind of focus on something for for, for a period of time and it's it's hard <laughs> but yes, like, it's like you know yeah walking or just listening to music can also be a form of meditation.
1: yes definitely so for me also uh sitting in a quiet place is difficult because since I have a lot of activity in my prefrontal cortex, I'm always thinking of 10 things. For me, it is a very big challenge to not think of anything. So what I do for meditation is I play calming music and I just sit and I let like my, I I do a lot of breath work. So for me, I just take deep breaths. And then listen to the music and let my let the music do the talking. So music has the ability to drive your brain. All you have to yeah. do is listen to it and let it work.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and fascinating. And yeah, this device is actually backed up by science. And I it's, looked at your website and uh, it's for an average person to understand what it says on the website, especially about the neurofeedback (laughs) it's quite (laughs) complex
1: (laughs) yes I can understand that so a few years back even I wouldn't have kind of imagined I was working in this domain so I was like it's for me entrepreneurship is just destiny
0: yeah how would you explain to a not scientific person how it all works because again it's it's a little bit you know on the par with I guess Elon Musk's Neuralink when you try to kind of <laughs> yes. So but really? what happens when neuralink is kind brain, of
1: embedded? It's uh invasive yes. technology. Uh, I actually like to give examples a lot. So, how I explain it is it's it's a smartwatch. Okay. What smartwatch does, and let's take the example of your smartwatch. It tracks your steps, it tracks your breath rate. Okay. Similarly, my device tracks your brain activity. How many Steps your brain has taken. Let me say it like in a very layman language. The next step is I do a lot of physical workout. So there is cardio, there is HIIT, there's Pilates, there is weightlifting, right? Every physical activity has a different impact on your body. Similarly, there are different techniques for your brain training. It can be meditation, it can be music, it can be breath work. Similarly, and how we now how do you figure out that which is the best physical workout for you? You see a combination of which gives you the best calorie burn. You see which gives you the most uh, sweat and which makes you feel good. So there is generally a combination of physical workout. And you always have to challenge your body physically. So you cannot just do cardio for like a month and still see impact. You know, you always have to mix it up a little bit. Similarly, with your brain, you have to kind of play and fool your brain a little bit. So you have to give them one kind of meditation which is easier Mm -hmm. for you because like as an emotional person open heart meditation is easy for me for me it is difficult to calm my brain so I always challenge my brain by trying it uh, by trying to calm it and then Mm -hmm. whenever it feels a little overwhelmed oh my god my heartbeat is racing yeah then I try to give an open heart meditation like in the mix basically to you know Give it a feeling of achievement and gratitude. So, brain is just like your. Just treat your brain like you treat your physical body.
0: Yeah, no, definitely proactive uh, way to manage your mental health. I guess it's it's the way forward because we are very reactive. We only start taking pills. So, do do something about our mental health
1: definitely. um
0: after we've experienced some 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 mental health problems, right? But this device can actually. Help people to be more proactive about their mental health, and before something bad happens to them, to try to manage their, you know, state of mind and 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 help them focus and so on. There's definitely. Uh, I, I, I will definitely in the future will try one of those devices, but. Uh, yeah. So, did you come up with this device, or did you have uh, do you have a team, scientific team
1: behind yes. it? Yes. So, uh, it's me and my fiance who have founded yeah. this company, and uh, we came up with this device because we wanted to create something which could like help bedridden patients, yeah. uh, kind of basically as a dedication to my sister who could help bedridden patients kind of understand uh kind of express their feelings and emotions to their family so we kind of uh, started digging up how you can determine emotions from your brain and then we figured out and willow down that you know with mental health it's like a big problem so nowadays stress mental health especially with covid everybody is talking about it we have a lot of people from the field of neuroscience who are supporting us and who actually, because since we both are engineers, so we kind of reached out to the experts here in Munich. We have a collaboration with Dr. Mm-hmm. Thomas F. Fiener. He's the director of Institute for Easy Neurofeedback. So he is the uh, one who kind of okay. helped us understand this and he is one of the best in Europe.
0: Wow. I mean, I, I'm sure this will be a success. It's, it's looking very... um set, it's it's looking like a scientific device on on your website, but but uh, and like you said, you've been working with neuroscientists, which is yeah great. Right? But um, have you had any mental health uh, struggles in the past or since since you started your entrepreneurial journey? Mm-hmm.
1: So since I started, uh, so before my entrepreneurial journey, I had uh, gone through trauma in my life and uh, there was a phase, uh, unfortunately, my sister is uh, not with us anymore. She passed away in 2016 and the whole of 2016 to 2017, I was just a different person, you know, at that particular time, I didn't knew and could correlate the words trauma to it. But now when I study about it, I know that it was trauma because... It has changed me completely as a person. The person I was four years back, I cannot even relate to that person anymore. Um, The way I work, the way I deal with my relationships, with my emotions has changed drastically. And now when we come to this entrepreneurial journey of mine in the past two years, yes, it's very overwhelming. And there is I started to have anxiety or maybe I have started to recognize the anxiety I always I always had, you know, uh, for me, uncertainty is a very big challenge. I don't mm-hmm. like uncertainty in my life. Yeah. I like a plan. I've always been like this since I was a kid. And uh, with entrepreneurship, there you can have as many plans as you want. But there is always uncertainty attached to it. So until like this very month, until September, everything was in my plan. Everything was in my control. Company registration, marketing, all of those different aspects you go. But now it comes to the customer end. And, you know, there is a lot of anxiety because we are seeing a lot of traction from the States. But we mm-hmm. were planning to kind of sell the device in India and Europe first. So there's a lot of uncertainty which challenges me. And I always have to, you know, kind of think of one day at a time. I like to, that's my kind of dealing, uh, coping mechanism.
0: Yeah, but if you look at this uh, statistics for mental health um, problems, it's on the rise. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even in children, it's, it's on the rise. So no matter what, I guess, country or continent you're looking at, um, there'll be an increase in demand. And I, and I kind of predict that in the future, there'll be more demand for devices like this that can no, help okay. you manage your mental health better. But uh, are you actually a person? Are, are you wearing this device as well?
1: uh now I'm wearing my headphones but yes Yes. I use this device I use this device very often so uh I'm a person before this two year three year journey of the startup I all I never liked listening to music so for me music has always pushed me in a state of too much emotions because uh and I don't like that especially especially after the trauma part You know, so uh, people who have trauma, they should be very careful to the music they listen to uh, because there are particular frequencies which can push you into that state, which can push you into the state where everything is coming back like a bang. And you should not. uh, And I after that, like I think I never listened to music and using this device, actually, I was able to find few sets of music which helps me sleep easier. Like there is one particular music which really helps me calm my brain activity because, you know, for people with high beta activity, sleeping is the biggest challenge, you know, because you have 10-15 thoughts, you could have said that, you should have said this, tomorrow I have to do yeah. this, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff coming to you right before your bed, you know. And uh the
0: a- a busy brain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like this. Oh, you're well. also like this then. <laughs> then for me, sleeping was like a very big challenge. Like uh, especially I was alone here in Europe after uh, I came back from India in 2016, and my family was in India, so it was very lonely for me. In India, people are very um proactive with respect to relationships and friendship and culture here it's not like that so it was very lonely for me initially and I always had this habit of kind of uh, watching tv until my eyes got tired and I know that this is not good but that is what I used to do at that particular point of time and now I don't have to do that anymore I found a music which kind of uh, relaxes me a lot And it gives me a very... My heartbeat is relaxing. My brain is relaxing. And I sleep very calmly. Like within a few minutes, I'm able to get into that zone where I can uh, sleep nicely and get up without feeling tired, basically. Because earlier, even sleep wasn't doing what it's supposed to do, you know. It wasn't relaxing me. Even after getting up, I used to feel like tired and lethargic. So this is what I use the device for. The second, I use it in my office. So... I also work for another company and there, you know, sometimes it gets too crowded. And sometimes you have like really deliverables, which you have to do. And sometimes you're not in the zone emotionally, mentally or physically. And I use this device to kind of calm the noise in my brain and let me focus on the thoughts because there are so many distractions around us, especially with this COVID time, right? Somebody's yeah. shouting at the door, somebody's working, somebody's messaging you, somebody's calling you. Uh, so for me, getting rid of distractions when I work is very important. You know, uh, my mind has like a it can take a detour very fast and very easily. Yeah. So I yeah. prefer I generally use my device when I work a lot.
0: Oh, okay. No, it's 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 fascinating. We actually discussed. Um, you know, you mentioned listening to to music and yes. using provoking different negative emotions sometimes yes. in people yeah we discussed this on one of the um shows um a couple of weeks ago and um the i guess the question i have um i i always very careful when it comes to say listening to a musical you, you know you have a lot of apps with white nose noise, uh, noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and, and sometimes I, I i kind of and i'm i'm sure i'm not the only one uh, think in this way sometimes I think, well, what if this you know listening to this white noise or some some kind of a calming um noise will will do more damage to my brain than oh. than good so i because you can see all these different um, youtube videos with white noise and 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 some other sort of um, and so so how can people be um Sure that this device is not going to do more damage to the to the brain, because, again, you almost, you know, you put something on your brain and you just don't know what's happening there, right? And a lot of people will be thinking, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> is it safe? Um, do you have any, I mean, are you, is, is it going to be certified or is it already ser- a certified device um, that people can say, well, it's actually quite safe for me to wear? Yes,
1: definitely. There are certifications. So we have started taking pre-orders. So when we deliver it to you, it will be certified in US. uh, In Europe right now, we are looking for CE certification and Mm -hmm. uh, there is MDR class one certification, which we will be uh, applying for. And the second is to come to US, we will be applying for the FDA certificate as well. So these will be certified and it will be safer for people to wear. And when it comes to the things you were t- talking to me about, the music, the white noise. And then there is, there is another thing called as binaural beats. And a lot of people, while yeah. it's definitely good to try and challenge your brain and try new things. It's good. It can also be harmful. So there was, an, I have an example here. A friend of mine, she went through a lot of traumatic uh, incidents in her life. And she was a kid, like four years old kid. And now she was listening to binaural beats. And supposedly, binaural beats are supposed to help you. But what was happening with her was after listening to binaural beats, she used to have uh, dreams and uh, uh, very spooky dreams. Okay, like she was she used to wake up uh, like with an anxiety attack. And she posts, she, I wasn't aware of it until unless she posted it as a story on Instagram. And then I texted her like straight away that as far as I know, you have gone through some things in your life in the past and people with traumatic experiences or who have gone through tough times should never uh, randomly listen to music. And if they think, if even if they do, they should try. But if they think that, Then there's a music and they should do this Mm -hmm. correlation. I listened to this and I had a bad dream, you know, and then try to go back and do another thing because this was happening because she was listening to low frequency binaural beats. And what low frequency does is it relaxes your brain to the extent that it accesses memories from the past. And this is not good
0: because then
1: more than helping you, it is kind of uh, harming you.
0: And yeah this is exactly good. what I was referring to because sometimes how, yeah yeah, it might, can actually make you feel worse <laughs> help good. you. So you have That's to be very careful with this That's the
1: same with meditation techniques as well. So people with uh, traumatic experiences should not do mindfulness techniques because uh, for me, by paper uh, by theory, as a person with a high beta frequency, I should try mindfulness. But I have gone through traumatic experiences. I tried mindfulness meditation once. I And I tried it when I was going to sleep. And instead of relaxing, I woke up with uh, an irritated mood.
0: Yeah. And yeah. that
1: is why it's like it's like uh, you should not go just to the gym and pick up 80 kg dumbbell. You know, you can harm your physical body.
0: Yeah. Why
1: are you doing this to your brain? You cannot see it doesn't mean that you can try and test and, you know, do anything like for me, white noise doesn't work. Yeah, so it's very important to be aware when you are experimenting. You know, don't just do it blindly, uh, try to figure out the science behind it as well. And that's how we want this device to work. We want this device to work as your uh, physical uh, as your brain trainer. You know, it's not putting anything into your brain, we are just guiding you to help you understand your brain. And your behavior and the feelings you are having a little better.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree with it because we—I don't know—I've read somewhere that we only like know ten. Our brain is like ten percent activated, or we know like ten percent about our brains. So there's a lot about our brain we just don't know. Why yeah. is it happening? How is it happening? You know, you've mentioned neuroplasticity. Yes, we we just. Don't know what what we're capable of, right? And sometimes right. we can just activate with this um, um, beats or whatever the music the white noise. We can activate some some areas of the brain that can potentially lead to more harm than than good. But um, thinking about your entrepreneurial journey, have you um, what what was your say biggest failure in in the last say year? For
1: me, forming a team was a very, very big challenge. Uh, So it was uh, since the very beginning of this idea, it was me and my uh, fiance. So there is a very good compatibility over there. Okay, And we tried, I think we went, we tried five to six co-founders and none of them worked. We tried different age. We tried different gender. We tried different ethnicities. We tried Indian people. We tried European people forming a team for us was one of the biggest challenges you know since uh, we both are 26 we always thought that okay we are just two uh, generally three or four like three is the ideal number as to have co-founders because it was getting a lot of uh, it was getting very overwhelming for us we both come from engineering backgrounds and he had to go totally to the technical plus negotiation side and i go now as an engineer to operations marketing sales and finance yeah. side and this is not we what we have started for so we always wanted to try have a person with a managerial degree and experience in the team and it was it's very difficult to find the right person for your startup, you know, who has the same passion, who has the same why, who has the same vision for your startup. Yeah, as well. yeah it's and true. So, and especially since we both started, there is a, definitely a good chemistry. There is a good understanding. So now to have between a couple, a third person who can understand mm-hmm. us and respect us because we were always welcoming. We always treated the third person as the priority because he or she should not feel kind of, left out in this that you know oh they are a couple and that's why they are doing this we always made sure that we made the third person feel more than welcome but you know we uh, one thing which I saw was nobody can work as hard as you for your dream because they have another why and I have a very emotional why I am not in this for the money I was doing pretty good at my I am still doing pretty good at my other job so for me, money is not the reason why I'm doing this. My reason is I really, really wanna help people with this. And everybody had a different why. Somebody wanted fame, somebody wanted money, somebody wanted recognition. Mm-hmm. And then that passion still doesn't come.
0: Right. So so this is your side hustle, right? Because you're also working as an engineer.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, I work full time forty hours at another company and I work X hours <laughs> for my staff. <son. laughs>
0: I think you don't have kids.
1: <laughs> Do yes, think? I don't have kids. Yes, no kids. It's like you this is manage our kids, doing you know? <laughs> like this is the baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. But uh, so 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 it's currently three of you are uh, trying to promote this this. This product because it's, uh, it's just me
1: and my fiance, uh, just
0: you and your fiance. Because, like yes. you said, you know, it's very hard to find find the right team, right? Okay, but but uh, what do you think is the biggest um mistake that entrepreneurs make when they start their businesses? Uh,
1: so for me, uh, I can say that I am a very optimistic person, you know, I love my product, I am in love with this, and I cannot even think of one person who should not use this device. Uh, This could be a mistake. This can be one of the biggest mistakes if there are two people like this in the team. But uh, my fiancé slash co-founder, he is the total opposite. He's a person who uh, is very pessimistic. He uh, does risk analysis for everything. No, he is like negative for everything. So it kind of works. But I am too optimistic. He is pessimistic. And then we kind of have a good combination around but if there are two people who love their product and think everybody in the world needs it, this is a problem.
0: Yeah, because... It's, it's, yeah, I guess it's not for everyone because, again, like you said, it's some, some people will choose medication maybe to help them with... Um, with their, and, and some people will, will use a more proactive approach to, to, to managing the mental
1: health. Even though, even though this product... Like therapy... Everybody should go for therapy, but everybody doesn't go for therapy. You know, it's uh, this product, I personally see that uh, I have a use case for everybody. I can, if I sit one-on-one with every person in the world, I can explain them how this device is useful. But sometimes, you know, it's difficult to explain people that this is the way to go. Everybody has their own perception of it. Everybody has their own journey. And sometimes that may not fit. Everybody might need it, but everybody might not be your customer. These are two different things. And that is very important to understand and accept.
0: Yeah. So, so what was your say biggest challenge since, since the beginning, since, since you started um, working on this project and promoting your uh, new phony?
1: Awareness awareness about this concept because uh, neurofeedback and neuroscience so it's not like a smartphone people are ready to spend thousand euros or dollars for a mobile phone but to convince people that this is a device which is backed by science and this is how it works you know so basically it's difficult it's not that easy you know I could have just created a mobile phone people know it there's no awareness involved it around the mobile phone all you have to do is say I am this brand and I'm selling this I have to create awareness for the past one year I'm trying to explain to people how the brain works what are the four lobes what are the different frequencies how one frequency in one part what what it really means and this is how I determine and this is how it helps in Europe uh, while a lot of people are into meditation meditation is something like black and white Either Mm. people love it or they don't just get it. You know, there's no grace in meditation. (laughs) So we always have to, you know, kind of uh, explain people firstly how mental health works. Mental health is a subsection of brain health. And brain is something like an organ. It's real. So mental health is not something which is just in your mind or your heart. It's a real issue. It's a real problem. And it's associated to your brain. So whatever you feel in your brain, there is a chemical reaction happening in your brain associated to it. So it can be love. It can be hate. It can be anger. It can be frustration. Everything is a chemical reaction. So all these things, meditation, brain, it's difficult to explain to people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I I guess you you're right. I mean, uh, just just you know, whilst you were to uh, explaining, uh, I kind of my, my, my brain wandered to Neuralink and Elon Musk's idea of of putting something in your brain, and I guess this is like a step. Before that, right, you do not actually have to drill a hole in your brain. Yes. <laughs> so you can just wear something on your head. Uh, but then again, you know, you go out and you wear something on your head. People will start wondering what's going on, what's happening, why you have this on your head. Yes, yeah,
1: so <laughs> neurodegenerating what happens is now it? it changes your circuitry. It changes the way your yeah. brain functions. I believe in holistic approaches. I want to train your brain so that after six weeks, let's say what happens with trauma, uh, you have an emotional response, you feel like crying and frustration, and then you, you go through a loop of thoughts. It's okay, it happens, I'm okay, everything will be okay. So there is this loop of thoughts which happen. Similarly, with your brain, you can actually train your brain to go a certain path, to feel a certain emotion. And we want to train your brain. We don't want to give any electromagnetic waves. We don't want to change your brain uh, by external stimulus, but by internally making you feel and accept yourself. We don't want to increase the dependency of humans on uh, anything else. You are your biggest uh, motivator and critique and you should be able to deal with it all within yourself this is just a tool to help you do that
0: no definitely it's it, it's something to to, uh, to check I mean, i'll 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 put the link to your website uh, <laughs> In the podcast notes, I'm, I'm I'm sure some of the listeners will find this really fascinating, and will will check out your company and and the actual device because again it's backed by science. It's a proactive approach to managing mental health, and like you said, you know you can do something. I mean, it's not just managing your health, uh, mental health. It can help you stay focused and. Definitely. maybe motivated <laughs> is is your partner wearing this device as well
1: yes so for him how it happens is he's very focused when he yeah. is into the zone he is into the zone but sometimes you have to as an entrepreneur multitask you are you're thinking of doing finances but somebody from the marketing is giving you a call for an entrepreneur why, not really multitasking like thinking of five things in one second but being able to accept changes like if I am I want to do this somebody else wants me something else he also does this to kind of enhance a different part of his brain a little more accepting a little more uh, let's say uh, he's too relaxed <laughs> let me say it like that so <laughs> he likes to challenge his brain so he kind of pushes his brain to an emotional part for him open heart meditation emotions expression is difficult yeah. he is uh, uh, using the device to uh, improve gratitude and empathy. Because that's also what you can actually achieve. Like you don't have to just think about emotions. You can feel emotions. You can feel somebody.
0: Yeah.
1: Scientifically, it's not possible. When I say I feel you, I really don't feel you. I just think that I feel you. That's what really happens. Yeah. But we want people to be more empathetic. Just imagine a world where people, People care about other people. People are more sensitive and accepting of other people, and this is what he is uh, trying to build and change with about himself. He's building more gratitude and empathy,
0: to, yeah. and that's what he's using the device for. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess in the future, when more and more jobs get, you know, di- replaced by 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 automation, you know, and there'll be a need for people. Who are empathetic? I, I guess this is something to, to consider. How how I I didn't even know you can where this device makes yourself more empathetic. And, yes. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating.
1: So the right uh, part of your brain and the f- right front part is for your social and emotional uh, responses. So uh, how you are in for me? I don't. I I am an introvert. As as an entrepreneur, you cannot really be an introvert. You cannot just sit at home and say that, that. I think
0: you're very <laughs> open. <laughs> I,
1: I kind of change my personality. I take on a different role. So I have an entrepreneurial role. And then I'm, I am there as a person, as a human. I am I, an introvert for me stepping. I, I've been like this since I was a kid. I like staying home. I like being in my comfortable space. But I also like this because it challenges my brain. It it is not something which comes naturally to me. I have this like a very high heartbeat before going on conversations like this. Uh, But you can actually train your brain to be more empathetic and open-hearted, you know, to to accept what other people are saying and feeling. And I can tell you this for, this is one thing which my boyfriend is kind of uh, working on. For him, when he did the open heart meditation first, that meditation gave him a negative response because that's not the natural state of his brain. So it's like when you, uh, for me, physical workout, uh, for me, weight training is easy. Cardio is difficult. So when I do cardio, my heartbeat goes up and I don't like the feeling before it and during it. But after it is a little nice, sometimes good, sometimes not so good. Yeah. Similarly, it happens with your brain. So for him, after that Meditation, open heart meditation. It wasn't very rewarding. But we started tracking over a period of time. And this changed him as a person. This changed him as an entrepreneur. You know, you uh, he's more open, you are you're giving more feedback to your employees, you're more accepting, you're more sensitive, you're smiling a little more. These changes can happen in your brain. There are parts, there are uh, places of your brain which are responsible for specifically that part. And obviously with a lot of lifestyle changes and accepting it, I am emotional, accepting that, okay, let's be a little sensitive. You should not be like, I'm emotional and I hate that about myself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Those kind of things. Everything comes from your brain. You think about it and it's in your brain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I mean it's I I'm really enjoying myself talking about this 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 whole subject because I think it's 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 the future. Yeah. It's it's definitely the future because the more we learn about the brain and how it works, the more we'll be okay and comfortable uh trying very innovative, you know, devices like new, yes. new phony. But as a as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. How do you because obviously there is so much and, and you've mentioned multitasking and there is so much going on, and especially you know if you when you have a side hustle, you have to constantly as an entrepreneur keep learning about new things you know marketing and as an entrepreneur, you have to do so many things you buy yourself um how do you stay on top of things as, as a founder uh
1: so for me, uh planning helps a lot. As I said, I don't like uncertainty. I have a planner. I have a planner for the whole week. Every Sunday night, I sit through and plan my whole week. Uh, Basically, the deliverables I want completed by the end of the week, else my timeline can get shifted. For me, uh, since I'm the chief operating officer, my co-founder is working on the development of the product. Like now it's into production stage. So now he is in India working on the production part to see the right material is there, the right electronics, the right sizing and the right fitting. I have to kind of sell the device. So I have like targets. I have targets, but I also kind of, you know, for me, music and meditation have now become my thing. Meditation is like the tool and music is the layer over it. So music uses the technique, different music and meditation techniques joined together, help me kind of calm myself it's very, very important for me to listen to my body. So like yesterday, I had a day where my body was physically and mentally tired. And I, I decided the in the morning itself, I'm not gonna push myself. I took the whole day off. You know, there was one or two emails, obviously, which, which are urgent and you have to revert irrespective of that. But other than that, there was no work I did yesterday. It was a complete off. And I think this is important for me Because then in six days, I can do the work of 10 days. And if I don't do my breaks, I am just sitting there in front of the computer. Really, I'm thinking I'm working, but my brain is not working. And my quality will not be up to the mark. My feedback to my teams will not be up to the mark. And I like being prepared. I like, I always tell my teams, send me things three days in advance. I like to take it in. I like to play on different roles, different masks as a customer Maybe as a techie, maybe as a person who is in pain. I want to take into that, go into those roles, and then feel the product. I don't want to sell the product as a business owner. I want to sell yeah. the product being a customer because I know how much it helped me.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that, that <laughs> um, Yeah, I guess it's <laughs> it's not easy. It's not it's not easy. But like you, yeah, like you said, and I, I think several 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 guests on this podcast they they. They actually also said that you have to be aware of how you feel and sometimes just give yourself a break Mm -hmm. and take that time off because, again, if you put yourself under too much pressure and and, and stress, it can lead to overwhelm and toxic stress and it's kind of going to make things worse. So, yeah, pay attention to your body and how you feel and sometimes... Don't be too. Don't feel too guilty for taking breaks. No, definitely
1: not. Last week, uh, it was uh, my uh, co-founder moved to India for the production phase, and I had to take on additional roles here in Europe, like meet people as well, because here, uh, it's it's become better with respect to COVID restrictions. Last week, I actually had a breakdown because I was I decided to take on Friday half an hour for myself, and in that half an hour, two people called me. And Mm -hmm. I had to take that because they were from media. And uh, I, until starting from eight in the morning, like I get up and there are calls. Until like four o'clock, I was back to back in calls. I wasn't able to have my breakfast, my lunch. I was just having like fruits, like quick pickups. Yeah. And even when, when I was at home, it's not that I'm out in an office where I don't have access to it, but I had a breakdown. I had a complete breakdown that it's getting just too much and overwhelming and then i ended up taking a one day break anyway so now after that i decided that i won't let it come to that stage and i should have taken the break maybe on the thursday evening itself because overwhelming feeling didn't just came up all of this all of a sudden it was building up and mm-hmm. i have decided that i will never reach never let my brain reach the level of 80% frustration i'll stop right before it I don't want to have breakdowns. I want to be in control of my mood and my thoughts. And I can do that because I'm I'm studying about it. So I want to control myself and not being controlled by my emotions.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, But... uh... Just just to wrap up, it's it's I I, I could talk to you for, <laughs> for ages. <laughs> if I, whenever I'm in Germany in Munich, I'll, Definitely. I'll to, Definitely. <laughs> to visit you. But uh, I see how you're doing with you with your you know promoting your device because I think it's it will do a lot of good for a lot of people. But uh just, just to wrap up, what what's your final sort of word to entrepreneurs and maybe specifically to female entrepreneurs because they are our audience.
1: Mm, Definitely. I have heard a lot about uh, female entrepreneurs or female uh, executives sometimes being too emotional and not taking the right decision. They are kind of, uh, that's what I heard about myself, that you're too emotional and you take decisions by your heart. And I would like to tell this to everybody That don't apologize for what comes naturally to you. If you feel this is the way you want to lead, even if your way of dealing or leading is emotional, let it be. You should, but it should not come in a manner that you don't know why you're feeling angry. Understand your body, respect your body, respect your mind. And I think you can do way better as a leader, as an entrepreneur, if you just understand your thoughts and emotions and kind of compartmentalize, like, you know, on that basis. It'll just do
0: wonders to you. Thank you, Ria. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'll I'll put the link to your website in the podcast notes. And I I wish your company to be very successful because you are (laughs) doing a lot of good uh, creating this innovative device that will help people to manage the mental health more proactively. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your story.
1: Thank you so much, Katrina. Have
0: a nice day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mental Wealth Entrepreneurs Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this show. Please send me any comments or feedback. If you're an entrepreneur and want to share your story, please contact me. The link is in the podcast show notes. Also, please see the social media links and uh, links to offers from my guests on the podcast notes. This podcast is sponsored by Smart Octopus Voice Agency, who create chatbots and voice skills on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. So I'm really excited uh, to tell you that this podcast is now available as an Alexa skill. uh, So you can search for resilient entrepreneur skill and enable it as a flash briefing. So that's all for me. Um, I I wish you good mental health and you are just one mind hack away. Till next time!